So picking up with Damon and Rose from episode nine of season two, Katarina, uh, we start off at the Salvatore house with these two. Fascinating dynamic between these two. Both of them are like two firecrackers. They are. And they're equals. Like, yes. and that's what I love seeing Damon with an equal because like this whole time we've seen him with Catherine who like always had control over him or he's trying yes. to control her. And then we've seen him with Elena and like, that's not totally equal. No. We've seen him with, you know, Caroline. That was the opposite of everything equality. It was just it's terrible. Like Damon is like the big bad wolf in this case. Totally. And Caroline's the little kitten. And- yeah, you have a little kitten. I thought you were going to say Red Riding Hood, but the little kitten works too. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's nice to see him with like a female vampire who can hold her own with him and they it's like the first time he's been in an equal relationship. Yes, and he notices that and he I does. feel like he's Sparks. like new to it and he's like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, totally. And it's funny because he's like very insensitive. He already has a nickname for her, which is Rosebud. Rosebud. And he walks in and he's like, Hey Rosebud and and she's crying and he's like, Ah, oh, please don't tell me you're crying over Trevor and she's like, Have you always been this? sensitive <laughs> Love it. and they talk about the switch they talk about being able to switch off their feelings yeah. which is interesting um do you think it's possible i agree with what she says i think she says when you're a newbie sure but after a couple hundred years you just have to pretend you know he says that's why i've switched off my emotions it's very convenient and she kind of laughs at him and she says being in love with your brother's girlfriend must be difficult. And he's like, I'm not in love with anyone. What? I'm not. not. He's definitely in denial. Oh, my God. I love that she immediately calls him out. Their banter is amazing. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And he's like, don't get on my bad side. And she says, then show me your good side. Oh, just the flirt. The flirt level. The They're flirt meter is off the, the whole time. Yes. And he gets back to business, as we know, Damon is a businessman, first and foremost. <laughs> and he says, how do I find Klaus? And she says, you don't find Klaus. Klaus finds you. And he's Classic. Like, you, he's like, you must know somebody that knows somebody. And she's like, add another 200 somebodies to that list, and you're not even close. And he's like, okay, but what about Elijah? Like, you found Elijah. How'd you do that? And she's like, yeah, I found him through someone very low on the totem pole. Uh, this guy, Slater, in Richmond. Fucking Slater! I fucking love Slater! And he's like, all right. I'll drive. And she's like, no, no, you forget. Not all of us can do sun. And he's like, fine, then you drive. And I don't understand how that's any better. Me neither. I don't get how they get there. Because of anything, all the windows would, would Worse. be the same. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't understand that. But anyway, they safely arrive in a parking garage underground. Yes. And um, he's like, back entrance. How convenient. And before they go in, he kind of pushes her up against a wall and he says, I just want you to know, if you're setting me up in any way, I will and can rip your heart out. It's kind of my thing. And she pushes him and she pins him against the car and she says, I'm older than you and stronger. Like when I saw that scene, I was just like imagining like a bigger dog slapping a little puppy and being like, <laughs> get in your place. <laughs> right. I love that. Like he's like, mm-hmm. and she's like, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> I'm older and I'm stronger. But she also adds a very nice, earnest moment of, you can trust me. And and scene. he it catches him a little bit off surprise, like, off. And Because I think he realizes he can trust her. Yeah. He really can. And yeah. he's not used to it. And you see that in, like, that little one millisecond yes. like, coming across his face. Totally. And I think it reminds him of Elena. 
because she's very trustworthy and she she was always very much like you can trust me and stuff like that and that's yeah. mm-hmm. he has a thing for the trust damon loves trust all right so we go into the vamp cafe that's what i'm calling it the vamp cafe <laughs> let's come up with a name for it oh my gosh yes okay um fangtasia's already taken so oh, we can't use yeah, that we can't use that something with cup something like cup of joe cup of cup of vamp Cup of vamp. It needs to rhyme. It needs to rhyme. rhyme. Because vampires are all poets. (laughs) And they don't old enough to be. (laughs) The fang out. Like the hangout. Yes! I love it! (laughs) That's gonna be our business venture when we're like 90 years old. We're like, we need money coming in and we don't need to work. Yes, (laughs) and people are gonna be like, why are you opening a cafe that has double pane glass and no UV rays can get in? And we're like, it's all part of the appeal. And they're like, what appeal? They're crazy. And we're like, we're not crazy. We're just trying to find Slater. (laughs) Like a little old ladies. (laughs) Anyway, so speaking of Slater, he wanders up to them and she's like, Slater! And he immediately knows who Damon Salvatore is. And he's like fangirling over David. He's like, oh my God, Damon Salvatore, I know exactly when you returned. I know who your sire is. Oh my God, it's so cool to meet you. And he's like, That's so crazy. Yeah. And, and Damon is like, oh, this is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he turns, to, Slater turns to Rose and he's like, so I guess what I told you about the tomb being under the church, all of that was true. And she's like, it was, thank you. And so like, this guy is his own little vampire investigator self. Yes, like he, he and is. Elena should team up. They could solve vampire crimes together. That's um, the spinoff that we need. Here's the spinoff that we need. Oh my god, they would be great together too because Slater seems like a nerd and Elena is a little bit dumb. And <laughs> <laughs> she's been through a lot. She's probably hit her head a lot with all the kidnapping that she goes through. It's, it's probably been a She's been probably at a point where she's like, I can't think anymore. I don't want to think anymore. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> In this conversation, Slater brings up, so where's Trevor? And Rose's face falls and Slater is just like, Oh no, like that look that she gives. She's so good. What's her name again? The actress who plays Rose? Lauren Corrin. Oh my god. She's so good. So later on, um, Damon has told Slater that Elijah is dead. And he's like, You sure? And he's like, Yeah, for sure, for sure. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> just remember that for later. So <laughs> Slater is going, oh, man, it's so hard to hear about Trevor. Like, he was such a good guy. He helped me with my thesis on sexual deviance in the Baroque period, which is my favorite line. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Trevor, how'd you know so much about sexual deviance during the Baroque period? Okay. Um, if there's anyone out there who actually studied that, I need you to write to me. Please write to me at dearvampdiaries at gmail.com about sexual deviance in the Baroque period, please. <laughs> Slater is very smart. He's been in college since uh, 1974. Damn. He's like, I have 18 degrees, three masters, and four PhDs. I want to date Slater. I love him. He's exactly my type. I need, like, a sexy, passionate nerd in my life. But, like, (laughs) don't you, like, at some point get bored? That's the look that Damon has on his face. He's like, oh, what's the point of that? And Slater gets kind of offended. And he's like, well, exactly. Like, what is the point? What should I be doing with my eternity? Like, enlighten me. And Rose is like, all right, all right, boys. Like, we need your help with Klaus. But for reals, though, would you go to school a ton if you were a vampire? Because I totally would. That's exactly how I would spend my eternity. (laughs) Not constantly. I feel like at some point I would get bored. 
but I don't know. I feel like I'd learn every language that ever existed, and then I'd yeah. move to those countries and live there for, like, a generation, and then learn a new language and move to that country. Because you'd always have to move, because people figuring yeah. out you're not aging. Yeah. But, like... But can you just pretend you found the fountain of youth and be like, I drank from it accidentally. <laughs> That's why I'm That still... would work probably in, like, the dark ages, but not so much. <laughs> where they'd try to, like, drown you and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably try to burn you at the stake. Yeah, for sure. Which will not work. Lots of reasons for secrecy. Speaking of secrecy, back to Klaus. Damon is like, how do we get to Klaus? And Slater is like, well, okay. Craigslist. <laughs> that was the most thing ever and i'm like i will never go on craigslist i remember when i like started working out in costume design and craigslist was a thing and then i started finding out about craigslist and how weird it is i was like yeah i'm never going near that side except now because now we know that people are trying to find vampires on there i'm deaf going on craigslist no just kidding that's a good way to get murdered i bet definitely a good way to get murdered (laughs) Um, but Slater essentially says, Elijah was where my connection ended, and now you're saying he's dead. So thanks for that. <laughs> and outside the Vamp Cafe, speaking of uh, a very fashionable, suave man named Elijah. Oh, this uh, is like my favorite part. A man in a nice black suit uh, kneels down, gives a gives a guitar playing troubadour a $100 bill, picks up some quarters. Good tipper. Yeah, good tipper. We love that. Um, and he takes up, he takes some quarters and he just sort of runs them through his hands. Very ominously looking at the cafe. What could he be doing? Is he going to pay for their parking? <laughs> for their laundry? All right. Well, so back inside the vamp cafe, Slater is explaining that um, if the werewolves break the curse, then the vampires are slaves to the sun forever. But if the vampires break the curse then they're free and the werewolves are, you know, slaves to the moon. So it's like there's this race going on where, like, both camps have been trying to break the curse for years before the other one does. And Damon uh, says, oh, yeah, there's definitely werewolves in Mystic Falls. And Slater is like, I have got to visit this place. Definitely nerding out. (laughs) So awesome. And it's interesting because, like, there's this moment where Damon says, how can we make the moonstone, like, useless? Can we make it so it's not part of the curse? And Rose kind of looks over at him like, hmm? And no one has ever thought about this. Right. And Slater is like, why would we do that? Like, obviously, we want to break the curse so that, you know, don't have to worry about the sun anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but, you know, just tell me how to do it. And he's like, I'm not going to help you piss off an original. Too late. <laughs> Crash, bang, boom. The glass goes... That was such a beautiful shot. Wow. And it's just chaos inside the cafe. Oh my gosh. But also, like, if you, like, really look at the scene, it's just the ease with which he just, like, kind of just, like, with the flick of his hand... So graceful. uh, ...those coins. But then the shattering of the glass, it's Mm. just, like... So beautiful. So beautiful. Oh. And it kind of shows his strength. Yes. And which... his style because he sort of he sort of stands there exactly. and just watches his handiwork. Like he I think he even like tucks his hands. Like he's just like <laughs> But again, I would love to see the editing of that one. Yes. But also what I noticed was I'm not sure if it was the editing of it, but it just looks like they're 
because you see everyone falling, so it looks like they're falling three times. Oh, yeah, totally. I think that that's because a thing that the brain does. Because, I, yeah, I think your brain is, like, trying to fill it all in, but uh, you see everyone kind of just, like, yes. falling. And, and some people are burning, like, Rose. Burning. Oh, my god. She's gosh. burning so bad. And, of course, Damon is fine. Damon is, like, looking over his shoulder, like, who the fuck? And, and he contemplates going after Elijah in that moment. He doesn't mm-hmm. know it's Elijah, but he contemplates going out there to see who it is. Yeah. And he doesn't. He saves Rose. He makes the decision to care about her in this moment. That's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Um, and he gets her back to the safety of the garage and he's carrying her. He's carrying her like, you know, like honeymoon suite yes. style. <laughs> and and she's like, I'm going to be okay. And he's like, I know. And she's like, I don't know who that was. Like, I know it wasn't Slater. He wouldn't betray us. And he's like, then who is it? Who betrayed us? And she's like, it's Klaus. Don't you understand? We're dead. We're all dead. You don't know this man. And she it's just, just like this... literally has like emotional breakdown. Yeah. And it's like what you would do if you found out that the fucking mafia was after you. Yeah. The vampire mafia is after them. The vampire mafia is literally after them. Yeah, literally after them. So they're really building Klaus up. They're building him into this like big bad who just like knows things. Yeah. You can't get to him. He gets to you. It's like very mysterious. And thankfully Rose is fine. We go back to the Salvatore house where she says to him, you know, I'm sorry about today. He's sitting there just like gazing into the fire and drinking straight from the decanter. <laughs> he like pours <laughs> her a drink. <laughs> and she says, you know, I didn't know that that was going to happen. And he says, I believe you. I love their relationship. And she says, again, just calling it. Rose calls it. And she says, I wish we could save Elena. I know you want to. And he says, and I will. Very sure of yourself, aren't you, Damon? I know. And when Rose says that, it's also just like, I think she regrets what she did with uh, Katarina and so now she's kind of okay well what can I do like I can't fix the past mm, but wow. I love that perspective I can possibly help with the future she chuckles to herself and she says you know I see Trevor in you and I think you're a lot alike and Damon is like all offended he's like why why him why <laughs> And she says, because we talked a big game and he was always working an angle, but at the end of the day, he was the best friend that you could ever have. And he says, and what'd that get him? And she says, dead. Like, that's her point. And she's like, it's important that we don't care about anyone if we want to survive. Which is interesting because the reason why she was saved today is because he cared about her. Yes. Mm. But also it's just like when she's in the car and crying, having that breakdown. Yeah. When he's talking to her, like you can again, you can see it across his face, like in like one millisecond, where he just starts caring about her, and he's like, "Why am I caring about? Uh, like, why am I caring about her? Like, yeah, like he doesn't want it, but it's happening. He's right. having those feelings, and I'm just like, crap. Switch my ass. Switch my ass. <laughs> switch my ass. Um, <laughs> so they, they do. They talk about the switch again in this scene, and she's like, she's like, probably just best to shut our emotions off and she says it all like sexy and suggestive and he's like mm-hmm. I will if you will and then they're making out it's what we've been waiting for the whole episode mm. right from the start so post coitus um after 
after Damon and Rose have had hot, hot vamp sex. They've fanged out, you might say. Oh, God. You need to hit me, I think. I think I deserve to be hit for that one. No, you do not. Thank you for accepting me and my vampire puns. So they're, they're lying there and Rose looks at Damon and she says, it's a lie, you know. There is no switch. She says, maybe when you're a newbie, but after a couple hundred years, you just have to pretend. And that I makes a lot that. of sense. I felt that so much. It's yeah. Just like, I mean, we go through so much in life and the last two years have been freaking insane. Mm-hmm. I think we always wish that we can kind of escape our, our feelings and uh, turn off our emotions. But in the end, they just come to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Because this was an emotional decision to sleep together. Exactly. Yeah. That's not what, like, cold, calculated people do. No. Yeah. So they're lying there together and uh, ring, 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 ring. Oh, who is it? It's Slater. And he says, sorry about running off. I was just really freaked. And Rose says, no, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm really sorry to involve you. And he says, look, I want no part in any of this, but I did a little digging. You can destroy the curse. But you need the moonstone. And she's like, why? And he's like, he doesn't explain why. He says, can you get it? You need it. And she's like, yeah, he can get it. And he says, okay, and then you need a witch. And the witch should figure out the rest. How will she? <laughs> exactly. Very it's convenient. It's exasperating. Very convenient. Um, and uh, they hang up and the reveal on Slater's side is that Elijah comes walking out of the darkness and the shadows of his apartment and and he's like, very nicely done. And Slater says, thanks, I have a degree in theater. <laughs> Relatable Slater, call me Slater. Oh wait, you can't because you're about to stake yourself. And Elijah compels Slater to drive a stake through his heart. And it is so sad because it doesn't need to happen. No. And I agree with uh, Mr. Dr. Martin, Dr. Jonas Martin, <laughs> walks out of the shadows as well. And he's like, was that really necessary? No, it wasn't. I agree. But Elijah is just like, yeah. And he, he really looks like he has no compassion for Slater. So but maybe it, he just views him as like a loose end. Probably. But again... It also shows that he has a plan and he was literally just like a pawn in that plan and he played his part and, but he is serving a greater purpose. Yes. It's just, as they say, he's a a foot Classic foreshadowing, yeah. Mm, Yes. Speaking of Elijah being like, you know, a foot soldier for Klaus and stuff, when Slater says, how can you compel me? A vampire can't compel another vampire. Elijah says, I'm a special vampire. He's like, because you're an original? He's an investigator to the end. God, I love you, Slater. And Elijah is like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. He's so mysterious. That's the thing. And like, I love when actors have like literally not not even a word. It's literally just like a sound. Yeah. But it speaks volumes. Yes, it really does. I don't understand why people say that this show is like, you know, just for teens or it's like kind of it's not like accredited in the way that like I really believe that this is like Emmy winning material right here yes like this is not just teen people choice awards this is like why wasn't this seriously considered for all the fuck for Nina Dobrev's fucking acting for like all of this stuff like and and I'm not like a 
I don't have like a lack of critical eye and neither do you. Like No, I think it's also we're just in the because arts. it's I don't know, maybe it's because it's more fantasy than real life. But I'm like, well, if you Game of Thrones crit- though. <laughs> exactly. But like if you're critiquing it uh in such a way, then you're only looking at the surface. Right. Now let's uh, dig a little deeper and yes. like see beneath everything that you're seeing and just like so if you're not picking up on those things, that's on you. Right. Maybe you need to really pay attention. Exactly. And that's like what I always do when I watch movies and I I really try not to uh read any critiques of tv shows and movies um because i'm like no no i want to build my own opinion of this yes because i look for certain things yeah and and there are certain movies and tv shows that have gotten uh like bad reviews and things like that and i'm like yeah but i'm seeing all these friendships and relationships and stuff like that and that's what i'm picking up uh from it and people are not mentioning it. And I'm like, so it's not a bad show. It's just, what are you looking for? Yes, exactly. And I do feel like because so much of this is emo- it's emotional work, even though there's so much plot yes. and there's a lot happening, it's a very simple, you know, emotional story. Like every character is making decisions emotionally. And we even see with Catherine at her end of like missing her mom, yeah. that gut wrenched me. Like, and her mom has only been in this episode in a couple flashbacks. Like it's, 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 I don't, and I don't think it's just us being over emotional. I think it's like the show is really, really well done. And yes. for as much as okay. I like rag on the Vampire Diaries for other things that I'm like do better this is not one of those episodes this was handled so beautifully and expertly expertly acted written shot beautiful and that's the end of the episode oh my god oh my goodness Christina who are you taking and who are you staking definitely staking Luca because he's getting in the way Ooh, interesting he's out you're you're on you're on Jeremy's side then. I I'm see. definitely on Jeremy's side. Jeremy, Jeremy okay. and Bonnie all the way. <laughs> Who am I taking? Elijah. Oh, I beautiful. just uh, Daniel Gillies is such a fantastic actor. Yes, he looks Elijah, so good in that suit. Uh, Elijah is such a great character, and like, it's like every time we see him, it's just we're seeing the surface, and there's definitely more. And yeah. but he just brings it so beautifully, and. Amen. What about you? I am taking Slater on our first date and we're going to go to a museum together and he's going to tell me all about sexual deviance in the Baroque period because I want to hear about that and then I want to have some sexual deviance in the modern period with Slater because I (laughs) fucking love him. I would date this guy so hardcore. Where are you, Slater? Fucking call me. Oh, sad day. Um... (laughs) And I am weirdly staking Bonnie in this episode. What? Why? Because, hear me out, she was asked to go on a date. She was on that date with Jeremy. And then she kind of let Luca take it over. Like, she could have said, thank you for telling me. Um, We can talk about this later. But, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and I have a lot to talk to you about. But, like, it's like, he's going to be sticking around here. here it's fine you can talk later don't just like ice jeremy out this this guy who like he's like what jeremy's like 15 and he asked a girl out like really nicely and she was weird about it at first because she's like oh but you're like my best friend's little brother and he's like yeah but you know and he's just being so 
It's like, okay, Bonnie, you could have definitely honored the fact that, like, you agreed to go on a date today yeah. instead of letting this guy crash it. Okay. And just, like, tell him and be like, thank you for, you know, showing me you're a witch and this is awesome. But, like, and I'm never going to call him a warlock because fuck that. Um, it's like, thank you for, you know, showing me your hand. And, like, that's awesome. And it's so great to know you. But, like, we'll have to catch up another time. Yeah, I get that. But I understand her need for connection. Yes, I do get it. But that's why I'm staking that... Bonnie is because that could have been handled so much better with a little bit of boundaries, Bonnie Bennett, and communication. Okay. What is the word of the day? I'm so glad you asked. The word of the day is spiel. That's how it's, I think that's how it's said. Spiel. spiel. Is, that, is that a German word? It's, uh, it means game in German. Oh my gosh, I love this. The universe? Okay, so that's the weird thing. Like, um, when I moved to LA, I started hearing a couple words. And when you, <laughs> when you speak three languages, it gets really weird because <laughs> all of a sudden you hear someone speaking in a different language and I was like, I didn't understand the whole sentence, but there were two words that uh, sounded really familiar in one of those languages that I speak. Amazing. And I'm like, I think I know what they're talking about. It gets so weird. <laughs> but um, I remember, like, um, somebody sneezed, and I think my roommate said, uh, Gesundheit. Yes. And, like, and you were like, you guys how do you say know that? that? Yeah. You guys say that? Why? <laughs> yes, uh, yes. And then I heard the word spiel, and I was like, what do you mean when you say that? Because yeah. my brain is literally translating it to game, game. in German. Oh um, my gosh, how fun. So um, <laughs> Not fun for you. No. Yeah. People always like, uh, when me, they though. find out that I like speak, uh, uh, that I'm trilingual, they're like, oh, that's fantastic. And I'm like, it gets messy up yeah. there. <laughs> I think you are the first like trilingual, let alone bilingual um, guest on the podcast. How perfect. that I'm making history. The random, yes, you are. Making history like Catherine Pierce. Maybe maybe not quite like that, but no. okay. Uh, in more of a Slater way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take this word spiel, and we're go each going to write a sentence. We have 60 seconds each to write a sentence pertaining to the episode using the word spiel. I should say, spiel is a fast speech often one that has been rehearsed or given before that is usually intended to get someone to buy something or to agree to something. And it's a noun. Spiel is a fast speech. What's yours? No, you go first. <laughs> I'm scared. You're good. All right. My sentence is, when Stefan asks Caroline what she needs to talk about, she launches into a spiel about Tyler. I like it. Yeah. What's your sentence? Okay. Elijah's uh, spiel game is bloody fucking strong in this episode. <laughs> I love it. Spiel game. Look at you. Using, Using those worst <laughs> things and everything. I love it. I mean, if you get someone to stake themselves, yeah. Well, that's all for Katarina. I have been your host, Bridget. And I'm Christina. Thank you for joining us. And tune in next time to find out how much Elijah tips for coffee at the Fang Out. Tune in next time to see Elijah's mesmerizing eyes compel the next sucker to do his bidding. Dear Diary, my indiscretions were not tolerated at that time. I had a baby out of bedbug. The shame. Dear Diary, you have the Petrova fire. Dear Diary, witches and their spells, so many ingredients, so many people to sacrifice. Dear Diary, you had to break out the girlfriend code. Dear Diary, I'll be the safest psychotic bitch in town. Dear Diary, then we shall run until we die.